Hi and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me as always is Justin Davis. Justin, I know we just talked for a couple minutes, but tell, tell everybody listening, how are, you, how are you doing, man? Hey, Nick. I'm good because I'm back in my, my uh, index. So Valve sent me a brand new one to replace my previous one where I was having audio issues. They were just like, oh, we're just going to send you a brand new index. So wow. I'm, I'm in that, and that's what I'm recording with because it's, it's by far my best microphone. So I just wear that when we record this. And um, so I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I, I feel like you're super legit doing a VR gaming podcast with your headset on. So mm-hmm. so, so good on you. And I, I hold an index controller and I navigate through our little our little show document damn, using, using index controllers. All yeah. right, you're doing it right. You're, you're mm-hmm. totally legit. Mm-hmm. Um, so did they send you a brand new index? Even and were you, you were out of warranty, right? Yeah, I was way out of warranty because I got a launch index and they sent it anyway. I, I got to say, Valve has yeah. kind of crushed it. Like, I love, I, I, I hate when a product has a defect or has issues, but it is a chance for a company to really show who they are and what they're about. Yeah. And um, that's that's awesome. And that's what that's what keeps me as a customer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I hope there's more from Valve in, in the VR world. And, um, it, yeah, it'd be a no-brainer for me to get another one from them when I hear stories like this. So I'm glad glad you're back i'm glad they took care of you yeah and there's another headset when i when i didn't have the index like during that brief period it might have been two weeks i bought another headset that i'm going to talk about later that as a comparison all right um all right i'm, I'm excited well yeah. we took last month off it's almost probably a, a good month and a half since we did another podcast and it, and it, it, it was a nice break for me at least i, I kind of needed it um the podcast is now two years old now and i started doing this once a month and then justin was nice enough to hop on and and help make this podcast several several more times better than it than it was um but um with uh with the summer happening in buffalo and then also um kind of getting back to well somewhat normal i mean we still got stuff going on with the delta variant but going out and, and seeing friends and doing stuff um, I did a lot of stuff for my other hobby, which is pinball, as I've talked about before. So it was just, just kind of like the floodgates opened up and I just had not done a lot of VR. And then the third thing that I would say happened between, you know, the nice weather pinball is that there were just not any games that I was like last month. I'm like, man, I, it's like, I hate to like force myself to play a game. So then I can then do a podcast and talk about a mediocre or crappy game, which I'm not going to really recommend. So thankfully in the last month, I, I found some games that, that I liked. Um, and, and here we are, we're back and, and it feels good to be back talking VR. And especially as, you know, the, the summer kind of fades away and it gets darker and colder out, but that's good VR weather. So let's start off with the uh, monthly recap. Justin, you kick it off for us. What, what have you been playing? I see a huge list here. Go ahead. Yes, so there's a, a free VR mod to play Valheim. That was a, like the most popular game on Steam for a while. Uh, so it's a game, it's like, you know, you're like a medieval knight type guy running around, kind of like a Zelda game. 
um, where you can build stuff. You can build, you know, like your, you could build a castle. You could build all sorts of stuff. You fight trolls. You fight monsters. Um, so you can run around in that in VR with motion controls and room scale and everything. I did a video of that on my on my channel, Meme Fan, and um, I recommend that if you're into that type of game. Um, and I played Kayak VR Mirage. This is this game. There's a free demo on Steam. This game has like some of the best graphics I've ever seen in VR, um, but it's only this one little level. And you can do a time attack, and or you can also just go through it slowly. Um, and you know, it's 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 kind of in like alpha stage right now, so I think it comes out next year. But I recommend trying that since it's free. Then Yuki, I was a tester for Yuki. Um, it's by the company Arvory that also made the Pixel Ripped games. And um, for I don't know months and months and months, even last year I think I was being a tester. They just released it. And that's a great like bullet hell shooter, sort of like Zortex from the lab, except you go through actual levels and, you know, you can progress and get power ups and improve your weapons and stuff. So I beat that um, walkabout mini golf. I played that with some some other guys and I also played with. Um, no, I didn't play that with Gorin. I played a different game. I played Ragnarok with Gorin. But, um, yeah, I was I wasn't that into mini golf before when it was on only on the, like the oculus store but since it came to steam i started getting more into it so then i played the secret of retropolis this is like a point and click style kind of adventure game sort of like you know sort of like like the monkey island games and like those lucas arts games so if you're into those types of games i would recommend this but it's only like an hour um it, it's a cheap price i can't remember the exact price it might have been it might have been 10 bucks it might have been cheaper but that was cool. Carly and the Reaper Man. That's a game that came out a while back. But like it's it's a two player game where you can um, you can do local, but I think you can also do multiplayer like online, where one person controls with a gamepad the character Carly, and the other person is in VR and is like using their hands to move platforms for the other player to jump on and stuff. So. It's a really cool game. If you like um, platformers, I recommend it. I played it. You can play it by yourself, so you can, which is really hard. So with one controller, you're controlling Carly, and with like the other controller, I'd be playing as the the character that's in VR, and I would be moving platformers with my right hand. With my left hand, I'd be controlling Carly, and doing all of that simultaneously. And it's really tough platforming. That like really pushed my my, the limit for me on my platforming abilities, but I finally beat it. Um, it probably took me over 10 hours. Um, so then I already said Ragnarok. Drums of War is a game sort of like Ragnarok, but it's not It's not a rhythm game. It's, um, it's a game where <clears throat> you have these four drums in front of you, or and maybe cymbals too, and the, f like the front two drums are, are attack, so you'll like shoot like a laser out, and then like the next out outside drums will make you like turn left turn right and then the far left and right symbols are like strafe left strafe right so it's like a it's sort of like a first person shooter but with the drums in front of you so i like the concept but once i was playing it i didn't like the controls so i wouldn't recommend that everslot we talked about that that game like it, the the trailer looks really cool and the graphics are really nice and i you know i bought it but like for me, the gameplay <clears throat> just wasn't—it just wasn't enough. You could just—you were—it ju was just a lot of really dumb slashing at enemies, 
and they weren't smart, and um, there was no blocking at all. You, you just the movement was cool. There's like this this uh, grappling hook type thing, sort of like a hook shot in Zelda, and you have a gun you can use and a sword. It 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 just wasn't enough, um, so I refunded it. Pistol Whip Smoke and Thunder. That was free DLC added to Pistol Whip, just like 2089. I played that all through that, and you can get through that pretty fast, like maybe 30 minutes. I liked it, but not as much as 2089 DLC. Um, I didn't like it that much, I guess, because like I wanted there to be more like Wild West music in it, and it wasn't that. It was too techno-y and not enough like Wild West and... You play as a cowgirl. I don't know if that might turn off some, that the story is centered around a girl trying to rescue her sister. I don't know. I wasn't that into it. Then Sniper Elite VR. I beat that. I'll talk about that. Then I'm playing Overload. I've put like 10 hours in Overload. That's a game that's it's by the makers of Descent. It's just like Descent from the 90s, but it has much improved graphics and sound and everything, and it's in VR. I played Tetris Effect Connected. After 30 minutes, I refunded it. Uh, I heard from a, lo- a bunch of people that they loved it, but I just it just didn't do anything for me. Um, I don't know. I never have been that into Tetris. It's never has never done that much for me. But I heard the VR the VRification of it made it so cool and immer- you know like immersive and everything. But for me, it didn't do anything. I don't know if you have to be into like techno music or something, but not for me. I tried the Fract demo on PSVR, and um, that reminded me reminded me a lot of Borderlands, which is also in VR. And it didn't like it looked nice. It was really colorful. There there were some unique mechanics where you could uh, cover. You grab like say like a box in front of you, a crate, and you could cover by just grabbing it and then like moving your arm above your head and that's how you would duck under it and then pull back pull your arm back down and then you'll be back out of cover and so that was probably the coolest thing i thought about it and like the guns look pretty cool but i've seen that game has since come out and it's only like people are beating it in like two and a half hours so but you know that's not it's not long enough then I played I Expect You to Die 2. That came out today, and I, I was playing it right before we started recording this. And um, that is, it's if you like I Expect You to Die, I would say get I Expect You to Die 2. It's the same thing, pretty much. Um, and I think that's about it as far as games. <laughs> All right, so you've been busy. This is been a, busy. It's almost been, been a couple busy. months, so yeah, um, you, you're usually pretty busy to begin with, but... Um, yeah. There you go, man. Nice, uh, nice recap. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear you say what you said about Tetris Effect Connected because mm-hmm. I I heard people say the same thing. You know, yeah. I I've heard that and it's great and blah blah blah. But I'm like, it's Tetris. You know, I mean, like yeah. I've been like I remember when Tetris came out and Game Boy 19. Well, I know it came out even before that, but I think the first time I played it was on Game Boy in like '89, and it's just like, all right, like. Tetris, it's I never spent that much time with it. Like I mm-hmm. don't think it's a bad game. It's just not for me. So I'm glad you said that because I can totally relate to you, and I'm glad I didn't waste money on it because I think I'd have the same experience. I'd be like, I don't care what you're doing to me, sound wise, where I'm in in VR. Um, at the end of the day, it's still Tetris, and yeah, dress it up and however you like. And it wasn't even very colorful. 
Like a lot of, mm. if you've ever if you've seen videos of it, it's like a lot of it's just like black and white. And I'm oh, like, what? What? Why are you doing that? I don't know. Mm. All right. Um, Pistol Whip, I still got to try that, but I'm not, I'm a little less excited mm-hmm. now that you mentioned that the DLC is like not as good as the other one. The other oh, one was pretty good. You get two guns. In 2089, you had one. And in Smoke and Thunder, you get two okay. pistols. So that All makes right. it, that's cool. What, uh, what were your highlights what were your favorite from everything that you played and that you just mentioned hmm overload that game that's like descent yeah um that's a it's a six degree of freedom shooter where it's really intense and i like really intense shit okay um but if you're if you're if you're prone to motion sickness at all probably don't want to play overload um when did that game come out that that game came out a while back okay like it could have come out maybe 2017. It's just a lot of people don't know about it. Okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. Let me see. Hmm. Of that list. I mean, Yuki I liked a lot. I beat it multiple times, but I was a tester. Um, Ragnarok I like a lot, but I'm not that into rhythm games. Carly and the Reaper Man I like a lot, but you'd have, you'd have to like platformers. Yeah. Um, other than that, none of these, none of these blew me away or anything. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I'm I'm glad I didn't miss anything. So mm-hmm. thanks for kind of affirming what I, I suspected. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm, I'm in that stage I've talked about before and Lord knows I'll talk about it again where it's like, I just, I, I need the bar to be raised on these games, right? Mm-hmm. Like after being in VR since and I mean, God, you've been in it longer than I have, but you know, I was in mm-hmm. it December, 2017, right. We're coming up on it'll be four years been doing this, uh, in VR, like I, just being in VR in and of itself isn't enough, right? Yeah. Like the, the game has to have some, something going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, man, I, I can easily pass by a lot of these things. And once in a while we find, um, find a hidden gem, but, I'm worried that there's not a lot of games to look forward to. And I know we're not going to get a game that is, you can even come close to touching um, Half-Life Alex. I'm not setting my sights that high, but to have something just like a little bit below that would be nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I have hundreds of VR games. I even have, I have so many games that I haven't finished or that I haven't even, I haven't even played yet. So I just feel like I have so much content that I, I can't even begin to play it all. Yeah, and I've but, got games too, like that I've picked up even like probably a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, that I could get to. But I look at it and I'm like, this probably would have been fun for me two years ago, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now I can feel like I'd just be. I'd want to play another game. I'd be in it. And I'd be like, I'd rather play mm-hmm. something else. Like I know I'm not gonna like it, and I, and that's kind of shitty of me to say in some ways. But I'm usually pretty right. Yeah. I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We got some news about upcoming games, so maybe that will change. However, I, I, I've only played a couple games uh, in the last month and a half, but I did like both of these games, so so that's good. We're going to review Larsenauts, um, and that's one of the games I played. Mm-hmm. And then the other game was Layers of Fear VR, which there was the 2D version, and then they made a VR version. Um, I haven't gone all the way through it. I know you have. Uh, I, I think we're going to save that for next month, but I'm liking what I've played so far like that. So both of those games, I, I, I definitely like they were, they were positive 
uh, VR experiences. And, and like I said, we'll talk about Larson Knots more, and then we'll talk about Layers of Fear next month. But you know, if, if you can't wait, then yeah, both I think uh, Layers of Fear is 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 fun if you're looking for like a horror type of game or like a psychological horror type of game. Yeah, definitely psychological. Yeah. Horror, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't know. I don't know what it is about these. I, I said it again. I, I'm going to repeat myself a lot, but like these kind of horror games work very, very well in VR. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine playing these horror games like on flat screen, like going back and playing it. Like it, there's just yeah. no. So it, it's, it'd be like a joke, you know, like it would lose mm-hmm. all its effect. Like it is truly frightening when you play a horror game in VR that's done well. And that's, that is like, to me, when VR delivers, when it just creates this experience where my whole body is like sweating or just nervous, or I jump in fright in a way that would never happen when I'm playing a 2d flat screen pancake, whatever you want to call it game. Mm-hmm. So um yeah more keep on pumping horror games i was never like huge into horror games before but i just find that with the medium of vr it's just like it's a marriage made in heaven all right um let us go to the to the news section and uh i know i I talked to you a couple weeks ago you said there's a lot going on news wise so again Mm -hmm. it's been about a month and a half so we've got some uh got some announcements to talk about and, and some news happening why don't you kick that off Yes, yeah, so you were talking about, you know, there not being many uh, games to look forward to. And part of the reason for that is that two of the biggest games, probably the two biggest, most anticipated games are both delayed. After the fall has been delayed to, they've said, later 2021. So I don't know how late that's going to be. And then Lone Echo has been delayed again to late 2021. Hmm. Um, those are, yeah, probably the two games that I'm looking forward to the most. And... Um, so yeah yeah lone echo i never got past the first one like i know like people loved it and i when it came out it was it was a kind of a really robust game Mm -hmm. you know there was just a lot of like i don't know games you play for half an hour kind of deal this is like the early days of vr i think it came out in 2017 the original one so it was really good um you know i played it and i i can see why people fell in love with it but by then i had more vr experiences and it was just mm-hmm. like it's okay i never felt mm-hmm. motivated to get through it so i don't know how excited i am about lone echo 2 but after the fall man i hope that game's good i i could really go for a good kind of co-op jump in there for your friends and play through like the story kind of scenario together yeah from what i'm reading it's because of the original quest quest 1 they're trying to make it work on that and that's oh, that's God. the delay are you kidding me? No, nope. no, stop! <laughs> it's dude, it's a race to the bottom. Yep. yep, it was. It's a race to the bottom. Oh man, you know I I wanted to um, have in here. There there was an article that I read, and I totally forgot about until now. Like VR is dead, and Valve canceled mm-hmm. their games. You know, like the the the, the classic VR is dead. Like how many times yeah. are we going to see that in our lifetime? Right, it's never going to end. Yeah, Look, it's never going to end. VR is 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 not dead and especially with the quest too and the quest keeping things moving bringing vr to the masses but um i I think it was touched upon in that article it's just like we're not going to see another half-life alex game for i don't know how many years i just i don't i don't see us getting a game like that unfortunately which that's the sad thing like pc vr is i I think maybe the article focused on pc vr being dead kind of deal but Mm -hmm. um yeah it's 
PC VR just we're in the early stages still. It's just gonna it's just way too slow for I think what we want to see happen because God knows at least the technology is there to deliver some pretty amazing experiences. It's just a chicken and the egg and getting um, developers who want to commit the amount of time to making a game in VR it just doesn't pay off. So it's just this weird scenario. It's like how how long do we gotta wait until we get some really good-looking games that's not a race to the bottom and trying to accommodate the quest. Um, because we know that PC in, in general is, is is alive and well. PC does great. You know, people mm-hmm. look at uh, look down on the consoles a lot of times when people go to PC or they graduate to PC, right? Consoles are great for the masses, but for people who are really serious gamers and want the best, the, the, the PC is the platform of choice. There's no competition. So mm-hmm. you've got to think that at some point, the same's going to happen with with that. It's it's there's there's got to be a certain percentage of the population, right? They play play Quest, Quest Two, and they're like, yeah, this is great, but I I I've got to see what things are like on the PC, right? Yeah. And they and they go there, and once you go PC, it's like I don't want to pick up the Quest Two. I've got one that Martha has. My my girlfriend it collects dust, um, and I could use it, but I I never want to. Like I I don't want something that I, I don't want to step down. Well, maybe for Resident Evil 4, when that comes out, would you play yeah. that? Yeah, because I have no choice. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I think I, I, I think I will play it, and and I think that's going to be an interesting podcast, right, to really spend mm-hmm. some time in the Quest 2 and to see to see how I feel about it, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't know. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to play something when you know it can be better. I, that's the kind of, I think it's just a personality thing. You know, you're mm-hmm. kind of getting gypped a little bit, you know, that things could be way better and you just want to accelerate time to get there. Yeah. Um, especially when God knows I've waited so long for VR. Yeah. Um, anyways, sorry to be a, sorry to be a bummer for those listening. I'm not, I'm not super bummed out. I just, uh, uh you know, we kind of, uh, touch the sun with like things like half-life Alex and, 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 uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm hungry for more, man. All right. So hopefully after the fall, well, here's the deal. If um, after the fall they at least keep the optimization for PC, I don't care if you get to run a Quest, great. Just like you know, they get games to run on console, but they still have you know nice graphical sliders for the PC. I'm fine living in those two worlds. You know that that's all well and good. But like when you do multiplayer, if one person's on Quest and one person's on PC, I don't know. I don't know how that works as far as if the PC person is seeing different graphics more you know advanced graphics than the quest person if that's difficult to manage over the network i don't know how that works well like with larsenauts um Mm -hmm. you know i've not played it on quest Mm -hmm. but on pc it looks pretty good and and there's graphical sliders like i I can definitely adjust like i can put like foliage in there right like Mm -hmm. i can push the limits of my pc with that Okay. Um, so it's got to look better than than the Quest Two. It just has to. Yeah. The fact that they're giving oh, me yeah. those options tells tells me that. So, um, what I hate is it could mean they dumb down the pop, like the number of polygons in general. Yeah. You know, things like that. Dude, you're yeah, you're right, man. This is uh, this is the like the the deal with the devil. You know, it's like mm-hmm. this is how you keep VR alive and how you bring VR to the masses, but at the cost of where we could be with with pc vr mm-hmm. so it, it's um yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know how many years it's going to take before we kind of get to the um the sweet spot of like really good 
really pushing the edge of graphics, um, robust AAA VR games. Uh, it's yeah. got to be like we got to be at least a solid, easy five years away from mm-hmm. that. Um, all right, moving on. Um, go ahead. You got something about the but pro- yeah. Okay. Go ahead. This next thing in the news could. I mean, th- this one topic could help the the PSVR two could help PC VR because you know they're going to get better games hmm. you know for the for PSVR2 because it's running on a PS5 which is closer to a PC so that might motivate devs to create more games better games that you know would take advantage of the PC's power hopefully so we haven't seen a, a lot of um we've been seeing a lot of uh um PS PlayStation VR NPC VR games that are like released at the same time, right? There, we don't. There's not too many like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been a while. Like PSVR doesn't even get many games anymore. But one of the game I'm going to review that that was a simultaneous PC and PSVR and Quest game. Nice. Okay, um, I'm looking yeah, forward to that review. I mean, I think there were a lot back in 2016, 2017. Um, I don't know about yeah. 2018, 2019. I can't even remember anymore. Okay. Okay. So there was this private Sony developer conference. Um, There's a YouTube channel, PSVR Without Parole. I think they broke this story where they said they had multiple sources. Maybe they know some developers that were at the conference. But um, so apparently in the conference, they learned it's it's called, they're calling it internally next-gen VR, NGVR, instead of calling it PSVR 2. But the PSVR was originally called Morpheus. So it'll probably just be PSVR 2. So, so according to the, what was said at the conference, it's a 110 degree field of view. I think that's horizontal. I don't know if that's, you know, at a diagonal, um, which is more, it's like 10 degrees more than um, the original PSVR. And it's going to have an HDR, high dynamic range, um, OLED. Um, you know, the original PSVR had an OLED, um, but this is, I don't know of any other HDR VR display. Dude, how are they doing that? How are they pushing that resolution on a PlayStation and doing HDR? That just seems... Uh, it doesn't seem no possible idea. to me. Well, um, they're going to have eye tracking with foveated rendering. And then there's uh, some other... Yeah. Okay. Right. And there's some other... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Some other rendering technique they're also using. There's some special name for it. Um, that's going to help. I don't know. Maybe it's some internal Sony thing. That's cool. They're going to have uh, Fresnel lenses. The original PSVR had, had like, traditional dome lenses. Um, so what that did was it, it made – there was very little, like, like god rays or glare with these dome lenses from the original one. But the issue with that is the dome, dome lenses are really heavy. So, like, the PSVR was pr- a pretty heavy headset. Um, so the Fresnel lenses will, will be thinner and lighter. Um, so that's why so many headsets have these Fresnel lenses with these grooves, those circular grooves that makes it the lenses lighter. Um, so, and there's some other benefits for those uh, of Fresnel lens too. Then um, they're going to have they're encouraging developers to create AAA hybrid games, games like a AAA game where you can play it flat, but you can also play it in VR. And so, like I think like even a game that just uses like a regular gamepad, they're going to encourage developers to like make this VRable. So that people can play it in VR as well. Um, so those controllers, the 
you know, we already we already seen they've officially re- released this information about them. Um, I mean, at least what they look like. But the conference says the people from the conference say that it's going to have capacitive touch, thumb, um, capacitive touch, thumb index, and, and middle fingers, um, which we, we didn't really know about before. We knew that it was going to have capacitive touch, but we didn't know it was going to be those those three fingers. And it will also be able to tell how far away your fingers are from the buttons or from the analog controller. So it sounds like it's going to have some sort of index type of finger sensing. Then it's two, yeah, 2000 by 2040 per eye and that we already knew about. Then the eye tracking with foveated rendering, um, IP and an IPD adjustment dial. That's news that we didn't know about. Then inside out tracking. We already assumed that, um, that it's going to have head mounted haptics. I think that was already reported before unofficially. And that might be something to combat motion sickness. Um, nobody's sure yet. Then it's going to be a single USB-C tether to the PS5. And that's about it as far as what was revealed from that conference, supposedly. Yeah, and this sounds like a really robust, really good headset. Yeah. Like, it's, it checks, like, so many boxes of, like, if you're going to design, what would you want? I'm surprised that it has eye tracking. And like you said, mm-hmm. I think that answers the question: How do you how do you have high resolution while you do the foveated foveated rendering that we've been talking about for years? Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, listen, good on PlayStation, good on you guys for for keeping VR going and, and pushing us to the next level. So that's that's great. That's that's how we're gonna get there. It's not Quest is like the gateway drug, and mm-hmm. then the gateway drug leads to you know PlayStation. And then, but hopefully PC, which is the, you know, the king of like pushing the limits in terms of graphics and, uh, and just kind of presentation. Yeah. Okay. Then the next thing is the, uh, the quest Two base model is now instead of 64 gigs, it's 128 gigs and it's on sale today. Um, and I don't, you can't buy the 64 gig anymore. Um, so yeah, the Wait. base one, the, the lowest price, what is it? Is it two ninety nine? Is that what it was? Not sure. Sure. I think it's two ninety nine. Thought three ninety nine. I'm not sure like, though. I don't. I can't remember. But it's uh yeah the lowest tier is one twenty eight now and then yeah. you can also get the two hundred fifty six gig also. Yeah. Okay. Two ninety nine. Yeah. That's, that's right. It's been a while. Okay. So then, other big news while we haven't done a, a show was that this Valve announced the Steam Deck, which is a portable you know portable. I don't know, it's not console, but portable handheld device where you can play PC games through Steam. And, um, you know, it has PC level uh, CPU and GPU and components and has analog sticks built in and everything and a screen. So it's like a switch to play PC games. And um, here's a quote. 24-year Valve veteran Greg Coomer was asked about like VR in relation to that, and he said, we're not ready to say anything about a standalone VR headset, but Steam Deck's hardware could run well in that environment with the thermal design power necessary. It's very relevant to us and our future plans. So I'm wondering if... See, first when I first heard about this Steam Deck, I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, they're going to focus on this and not on VR and not on, like, uh, the next index. But maybe they're focusing more now on a standalone device, which is good and bad. I mean, I'm sure it would be standalone, but also be able to connect to a PC. And 
and they've they've come out with patents that look like a standalone device or a wireless VR device, and they've also come out with patents where they have you know uh, eye tracking and foveated rendering and all sorts of like varifocal lens tech, all sorts of crazy stuff in their patents, and um, I'm hoping they're working on VR as much as they're focusing on this Steam Deck. I don't know. How do you feel about this whole Steam Deck thing? Yeah, I mean, it, it does nothing for me. I'm not yeah. looking for a portable gaming device. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. the market. It does, it does absolutely nothing. Yeah. I wish them well with it. Um, and, and like you said, it's like it'd be nice to hear some VR news from Valve. Um, Valve, you know, we need, a, we need a leader. We need somebody to push forward for VR. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be somebody other than just Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, Valve was doing that or has been doing that with the Index and Half-Life Alex. It's just like we need we need more games. We need them to keep on pushing this. We need this, them to get us to where we need to be and to bring more people into the fold. And once you have people into VR, to keep them in VR, not have them kind of slip back because um, the content's not there. So, like you said, um, you know, maybe this leads to a standalone VR by that quote, uh, standalone VR, look, we've got that with the Quest. What mm-hmm. I'd like to see from Valve is if they do anything, their next headset is maybe like a hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. Like where, yeah, you it is a tethered headset, but you could play it without the cable. Um, I'd like to see that. There, there are some games where it's just like, man, this would be so much better if I didn't have the cable and I'm willing to sacrifice you know, maybe some frame rate, you know, maybe not playing 144, maybe I play at 90, whatever, or sacrifice some graphical fidelity mm-hmm. with not having to worry about tripping over the cable. And then there's some things where it's like I can live with the cable. So that would be the ideal situation, right? Just having that flexibility. Um, again, to Larsenauts, that was a game where I'm just like, I'd love to play this game without a cable, but I'm not strapping a Quest 2 to my head. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just like the ideal is the index. Something is comfortable. Something is good looking as the index, but without a wire, that that'd be nice. Yeah, I could play wireless right now with my Vive and my Vive wireless adapter, but I don't want to because the visuals are so much worse versus my index. Yeah, man. So if they would just come out with an index that can do wireless to the PC, like my Vive can, like my Vive has been doing since 2017. Um, or was it 2018? I can't remember. Then I would be very happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, with the index being out for two solid years now Yeah, that we haven't seen an add-on for wireless. I, I kind of fully expected to see something like that by this point. Yeah, well, the, the current Vive wireless adapter can't, it can't, doesn't have enough throughput. It has, it's like Ygig, one and it doesn't have enough throughput to send all that data is is what I understand the problem. There's a Y gig version two that supposedly it does have enough throughput to send all the, that that data, but I don't know if that's like if that actually exists yet. If it's actually being used and you know as an option, um, I don't know. All right, well, remains to be seen. Yeah. So then there was a Population 1 Kingdom Age update where, like, part of the map has become a castle and you can get swords and all sorts of crazy shit. And then I also heard, I haven't seen any of this, but there's a Legions update where there's four teams of six 
versus each other, and that comes out on August 26th. I haven't tried any of these new updates, but I just thought I would talk about that because Population One used to be pretty big with uh, you know some of the guys. Yeah. On uh, your Discord. Yeah, I um I think I did hop back into Population One maybe uh, two months ago or something like that. I I have not played the new update. I need to get in there and check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of like with Population One. I I definitely cooled off with that game. Yeah. And I think I, I I gave it a really good rating when we talked about I think like a nine out of ten. I would bump that down to an eight, even with mm-hmm. all the updates. I think the biggest disappointment with that game is that, that game acts like it was built as a two D game that somebody bandaged into uh, VR. Yeah. Um, most notably, the fact that you have crosshairs in the game, which just kills the immersion. Mm-hmm. Um, that to throw you don't throw a grenade you aim the grenade like you you know you have like a mouse and it shows like the path of the grenade it's things like that that um it 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 just like misses it's like why why are you doing that like this is not VR is about immersion so I, look it seems like it's still going well I'm I'm interested I'll check out the legions I didn't know that that was coming out. I'll see how it plays out with four teams of six. That that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that this game is just still taking the ball and running with it in terms of regular updates. You know, it really is the kind of like Fortnite of VR. So that's great. That's that's awesome. That's the kind of stuff we need. Um, I will get in and play the game, but I, I don't know. I, I just sort of lost interest. I've, we've got some friends that are still playing it. Like they play it every night. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, like lithium. He's he plays it like almost every night. So, Damn. I know, I know, and I think Adam as well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just it's a little disappointing the way it handled VR, and I mm-hmm. can't get over it. All, All right. right. So then, um, yeah, today I expected to die two came out as I said. Mist is coming out on the twenty sixth. That came out already, I think, for Quest. But the Steam version is coming out on the 26th. And then The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Aftershocks comes out September 23rd. That is, like, more campaign levels. So it's, like, oh. actual continued story after after the end of the original game. There's, like, more story. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm exactly tempted by any of those. But if mm-hmm. I if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Saints and Sinners Aftershocks. Um, mm-hmm. Saints and Sinners is a great game. I don't know if I need more of it, you know, unless they made like a Saints and Sinners 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to continue that story, but I'll, I'll definitely keep my eyes on it. Yeah. And I think I read that they're they're even going to do more after that. After Aftershocks, there's there's like more stuff they want to do. That's cool. It's a solid yeah. game. I think they, yeah. they, they can definitely do more with that. You know, mm-hmm. now that they've got the, the base built, they've sort of created a fan base around it. It was a successful game. Um, you know, if they did like a Saints and Sinners 2 kind of deal or just like another locale, but just, you know, made the experience bigger. It's It's been a while since I played that game. Um, you know, overall, it was it was a good, it was a fun game. I, I definitely recommend it. But, um, yeah, I'd like to see them kind of improve upon that and maybe build something like, you know, uh, several more iterations of that game of that series and a lot of people would like multiplayer so maybe they'll do that hell yeah dude how fun yeah. it would be so fun to play that game with friends hell yeah yeah um it would take away see when you play like a horror game with friends it mm-hmm. sort of loses sort of that horror right some of the, yeah. the frightening thing is being by yourself so they'd have to find a way to amp that up or to separate you know you but like i i absolutely love co-op games in vr and there's like none 
like yeah. it's just like it, it kills me man I, being in vr with friends is a lot of fun um and it's fun to shoot your friends and it's fun to play competitive games and squad up but like to do a great like dungeon crawler or like you said walking at saints and sinners like we need a good robust game co-op game mm-hmm. in vr which was like again this is why after the fall i'm interested and i hope they do yeah. it right because that could be the answer yeah all right so the next thing i was going to talk about the reverb g2 i'll try not to take too long so i bought it like right when my index um right when my audio issue happened and i had to send in my index i was and then right around then there was a 400 dollars walmart deal for a reverb g2 that's 200 dollars off so I was like, well, shit, let me try it. And if I don't like it, I'll just return it. So I got it. You know, I hooked it up, set it up. I already got a Odyssey Plus before, and I, I hated that thing, mostly because I couldn't deal with the comfort. That's also my main issue with Quest 1 and 2. I can't deal with the comfort. But the Odyssey Plus, I don't, I've never tried an Odyssey, but, I, like, it was, it was just killing my forehead. Um, and that was the main problem I had with it. Also, it had a short cord, and I don't know. But anyway, Reverb G2. This was very comfortable. I had no comfort issues at all. It has a long cord. It has the audio of Index, and it has the highest res screen, if you're not counting, like, Pimax. It's like uh, 2160 by 2160. Um, so I wanted to see what that looked like, because I've heard so many reviews talk about how amazing it is. And, you know, how sharp and people said there's no screen door. So I, I, I just was like, well, let me just see what this is like. So um, I can agree with them that screen door is almost gone, but you can still see it a little bit. What's funny, I remember when I first got a Vive, I was on forums and people were telling me, you can only see the screen door if you're looking for it. And, and that was even back then with a Vive. So it's hard to trust anybody online with their review of something, because you just got to see it with your own eyes. But, um, like, Vive has really bad screen door effect. Um, but, like, yeah, this is the best, this is the least screen door effect I've ever seen. But I don't know at what point, what resolution it needs to get to completely eliminate screen door. But, um, so, yeah, it was very sharp. The big issue, aside from the controllers, which I'll get to, is that it's only sharp in a small circle in the center. If you move your eyes around, it gets blurry. Um, like, and I was doing an A to B, A to B comparison. I would, I would like look at, say, Half-Life Alex, and play that for a little bit in the Reverb G2. Then I would switch to my Index, and then I would compare that. And the, I preferred the Index by far over the Reverb G2 because the Index had edge-to-edge clarity, like way better clarity. Like if I apparently when i'm in vr i move my eyes around a lot so like my eyes will tend to go all over the lens and it was just it was so bad that i just would even for free i wouldn't want the reverb g2 because even though in the very in the center it's super sharp like sharper than index outside of that it was just blurry compared to index. Um, so that's my big issue with it. Then there's the controllers. Um, they're tracking, cause this is an inside out tracked headset. The tracking is like way worse than like Quest or Quest 2 or Rift S tracking. Um, you know, like I tried a bunch of different games and even like first person shooters, my hands would, 
like you could get through a game like a single player game okay but if you're playing multiplayer you would be at a major disadvantage because your hands randomly could just disappear you wouldn't know where they went and then like maybe three seconds later they appear again they could end up on the floor and you're like what the hell my hands are on the floor if you're playing a bow and arrow game you're totally screwed because i played multiple bow and arrow games to test it out and i could not aim my bow worth the, worth a damn at all because hmm. it just couldn't track the hand and you know in the, the rear hand um so the hand in the front would be fine but then the rear hand it's just like oh we don't know where it went and you know it needs cameras in the back of the headset um yeah i, I, I remember um, i mean i had the odyssey right so it's the same mm-hmm. system that it's using it's, yeah um the windows mixed reality whatever like the same controllers mm-hmm. and stuff I was able to play bow and arrow games. Like I know that it like kind of disappears, but it's so so able to know kind of where the thing is. So I was able to play those games. The Odyssey though is Samsung. This is HP. Are they? But aren't they using the same kind of controllers? No, no, they're not. Okay. The, the controllers are are different. Um, there's there's they're very similar. Okay. Um, All right. But I think the tracking system has to be because I. I had that Odyssey Plus. Yeah. I didn't have issues with tracking with that. Okay, good to know. My only issue with the Odyssey Plus was the comfort and the short cord. And also when I had the Odyssey Plus, okay, they put some sort of filter on the lens, something that makes it, made it look blurrier to, to try to – that's why they called it Plus because it was to get rid of screen door effect. And it kind of made the image a little bit soft, and I didn't like that either. But that wasn't the big deal. The big deal was the cord length and the comfort. Um, but, yeah, my – I was playing uh, standout a lot back then when I got the Odyssey Plus, and I was I was destroying people. I was winning matches. I had no con- tracking, but I didn't try bow and arrow. But it was, trust me, it was like it was a big issue. I was playing Compound. I was playing Half Life Alex, and I played another game, some puzzle like puzzle game where I didn't even have to worry about my controller tracking that much, and my my controllers kept they kept like disappearing and reappearing and disappearing and reappearing and like seemed like they were like turning off and on like i would hear like beeps from the controllers and then they would come back on and i don't know what was going on that sounds terrible yeah Yeah, it's yeah it's bad um so even i've heard people saying like if you're a sim person this is great for like sim people even for a sim game like racing or flying i wouldn't want that one center clear area like it just i would rather use index so i just gotta say i still prefer index over everything that i've tried the only pimax i've tried is the 5k plus i i had that i bought that and i i I didn't get the return they wouldn't let me uh i sold it to somebody on on ebay or something but i haven't tried these new there's like 8kx pimaxes i haven't tried any of that so i don't know what that's like i don't want to risk it yeah i'm not touching that stuff with a stick yeah yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all I need to say. And so then I, yeah, I returned it. I went to Walmart. I had to go to Walmart and uh, wait in a, ret- a customer service line and return it. So that's that. Well, thank, again, thanks for uh, thanks for saving everybody else the aggravation of having to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. You're doing good, man. You're crushing mm-hmm. it. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to the review portion of the show. So we've got two games to review this month, uh, Sniper Elite VR, which I've not played, but Justin has, and then Larsenauts, which I've played, but you haven't played, right? No, I haven't played Larsenauts. All right. All right. There we go. 
So, um, yeah, we'll start with Sniper Elite VR. Okay, so this came out by a company I've never heard of called Just Add Water and Rebellion. So I, I guess they're two different developers that work together on it. It came out uh, July 8th, 2021 for twenty nine ninety nine. It has, I looked uh, today, it had a 59% on Steam. It's also on Quest, Rift, Store, and PSVR. So it was a simultaneous release, I think, on all those platforms. And um, so it's a World War II game, and you're a guy in the Italian res resistance called the Partisans. And um, so you start the game, it's kind of weird. You're this old, this old man. You look down at your hands, and there are these wrinkly-ass wrinkly hands. Um, and he's just looking at his, like, little, his family, like his, looks like maybe his daughter and her husband and their, his grandkid running around, like on this farm, you know, little scene and you're sitting there with a book in your hand and like, he's just telling war stories. And so through the book, that's how you go through the levels. Like you'll, you'll beat a level, you know, like you point on the book and you hold grip and that's how you start a mission. And then like, once you beat that mission, it'll, it, you'll have to turn to the next page. So it's sort of like his like little journal is sort of what you're looking at. And it, I don't know, it might've been, it might've been 18 levels, 16 levels. I don't know. Like each page is an individual mission. And uh, so you just keep going through them and um, you'll get stars. If you, there's certain objectives it wants you to complete, like kill this many Nazis, blow up this many tanks, uh, you know, things like that. Um, so the graphics, I would say they weren't bad, but they struck me as like mid 2000s PC level, maybe. And uh, like those old man hands I was talking about, they look like just like blobs of Play-Doh to me that somebody like raked a fork on to draw to draw like his wrinkles on. It was like really ugly. I did a video of this game if you want to see what it looks like. Um, this, this, so also about the graphics, because it was a quest and a PSVR game, I feel like, I feel like the graphics were dumbed down, like, and that they did pro I doubt they had the resources to like make a badass looking PC game. So they just kind of dumbed it down. Um, so a lot of the geometry looks pretty simple. Um, it doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look nearly as good as like, I thought Medal of Honor, I actually went into that today as a comparison and Medal of Honor above and beyond looks way better than Sniper Elite VR. But Medal of Honor is $59.99, whereas Sniper Elite is $29.99. So, um, you know, that explains that. So the sound, you know, you have that old man narration. So like sometimes when you're in the middle of a mission, you'll like, kill some enemies and then he'll start talking in his Italian accent and he'll be like so yes then I, f I fucked up those Nazis and now we went on to you know the next you know he doesn't really say effed up but that's just me adding on to the storyline so anyway other than that I mean the the sound was nothing special but I mean it it didn't I have no complaints um I feel like the gunfire sounded good, you know, when I when I shot my sniper rifles, it sounded satisfying. The controls were 
they were kind of an issue in this game. It had index finger tracking, whereas like Medal of Honor doesn't. So that was one thing good. But oh yeah, and there, there's a focus button on your left trigger. If you hold down while you're using a sniper rifle, if you hold the left trigger, you'll do this focus thing where it kind of zooms in more on your enemies and it'll slow down time. So then you can get sniper kills way more easily and you get a headshot way more easily. And I didn't realize that for, I don't know, I don't know, maybe half of the game that I played. And I was like, oh, that's maybe that's why I kept dying. I wasn't using the focus on the left trigger. Um, one issue I kept having with this game was I kept accidentally grabbing things. I, that's an issue I have with index a lot. I don't, I don't know if if you weren't using index, you wouldn't. But especially this game, because like, say I like to let my hands tend to just kind of hang at my sides when I'm playing a lot, unless I have a gun up. But you know, and and like you'll have guns or grenades or items on your side, and you'll I'll often accidentally grab them like if I just barely touch my controller it'll grab them so there's a sensitivity issue there that I don't think you could adjust that I know I've heard you say this before about other games too yeah and I can't think of a single game where I have that issue really? although you play a hell of a lot more games than I do so I feel like if a game is is not coded with the index in mind mm -hmm. properly or tested enough that could very well be the case mm -hmm. but then again I, I I've, I've not had that issue do you tend to have your hands open more um, you know, it's funny. I, I couldn't even tell you, you know, if I'll okay. like suiting up and, you know, playing and thinking about it consciously, hmm. I think I, I, t I think I tend to have it open. You know, I, I think I like am very quote unquote natural with the way I hold the index controllers. Mm -hmm. So you, you keep them tight enough that they stay on your hands. Oh yeah. Like I don't like them tight. That's the part of the problem is but that, um, I don't like the way it feels when it, the, the, the straps are tight on my hands. It kind of like, I feel like it kind of restricts my thumb movement a little bit on the buttons and the analog sticks or something. You might have to, I mean, there's an adjustment on like where the yeah. strap goes. You might yeah, want to play I've with tried, that. I've tried a lot of stuff with it. I don't I know. Really I, yeah. I mean, I keep my thing tight and I also tight. wear the, okay. the wrist thing. Like, because oh, I never, I never wear wrist things. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just—I'll put it this way: if I do like a throwing motion, I threw mm -hmm. as hard as I could; those things aren't coming off. Okay, that, that's how I've got it. Like, I, there, it's secure, right? Like, I mm -hmm. have it, so, so I always have my hands open, and I'm very, again, I, I think natural with it. Okay. So, uh, there, there are bolt issues. So, like, after when you're using a sniper rifle, after every single shot you fire, you have to pull the bolt back. And then, you know, slide it back in. Um, and, like, a lot of times I just had issues with the bolt, getting the bolt to go back in. And um, I don't know. And In Medal of Honor, I don't remember having issues with that. And I've heard other people talk about that issue in this game. Then there are gun grab issues where you'll grab parts of the gun where you didn't mean to grab. Like, say you're trying to grab the front of the gun, and then, like, you'll grab, you know, the middle of the gun, or you'll grab the bolt. Or you're trying to grab the bolt, and then you'll end up grabbing the front. And tons of times I died because I ended up grabbing the wrong part of the gun, and then I couldn't do what I was trying to do in time, and the guy, it came out of nowhere, killed me. So, yeah, I just I had issues with the controls. Um, the immersion, there, as far as the immersion, there was very little to grab. Like, in Medal of Honor, you could go around, and there's stuff everywhere you can pick up and throw. You can mess around with, you know, there's pots and pans, there's figurines, there's books, there's all sorts of shit everywhere. 
In this game, everything is just glued down, and you can't do anything to almost everything. Like, you know, obviously you find guns and you find ammo, and you find you know things you know things like that, but just not much else there. Um, and there's a it, so when you crouch, you go into stealth mode, but crouch is a button press in this game. Uh, you can't crouch physically and go into stealth mode. Oh my god, dude! This is a made-for-VR <laughs> game. Yeah, it's that's bad. That's yeah. just that's it's 2021. Like that was not even acceptable in 2016, as far yeah, as I'm concerned. Uh, so you'd have to crouch physically and then press the button to crouch. You could oh, do them so together, but you know, weird. <laughs> yeah, like I understand. Like I mean, the default should be you physically need to crouch. That's the point of VR. Like I understand yeah. that there's um, accessibility issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ha- yeah, sure, have a crouch button for people who need it, but come on i mean that's you're you're killing the immersion yeah so because of that i i I play all my games you know game like this a first person shooter i always play standing and i all i do all physical turn and i wanted to do the physical crouch but because it was just a button i was like well i guess i'm just going to press the button and not crouch but if it had been a non-button option i would have i would have just physically crouched that's what i did in medal of honor and every other game like this um so yeah, that was an issue. Um, then last, okay, as far as last ability, you have those stars where, uh, you know, where like you have certain objectives, certain like uh, kind of like achievements in each level. But then there's also these, there's things like stone eagles. So every level has a stone eagle where they're like kind of hidden. Like they could be, they could be really far away and you have to use a scope to see it. And then you, you, that's something you could aim for and shoot. And there's like, there's things like scarves and letters, you know, from the people have left behind. So if you want to go around and find all these collectibles that could add some last ability, but I mean, this took um, 10 hours for me to beat, but I died a lot. Like this is a game that's pretty frustrating. Like you're going to get like, you're, a lot of times I'll have my sniper rifle out and I'm killing people and then out of nowhere some dude just comes out out of nowhere out of a corner and just blasts me with his machine gun and I can't switch to my machine gun fast enough and the you know the controls are also an issue sometimes with switching to another gun fast and then I'm dead and um sometimes I would shoot guys and they wouldn't die and maybe they were armored and maybe I had to hit them in the face I don't know but I did die a lot in this game, so I don't know if it could have been done much faster. I don't know. It took like 10 hours. My rating for this is a 6 out of 10. Um, I still I beat it. I went all the way through it, so it was good enough to keep me going, but I was really frustrated at times and just kind of like, ugh, when is this going to end? So All right. Thank you. I mean, this is like not a game – that would automatically appeal to me, even mm-hmm. though I do like gun games. Um, so you'd, again, you save me more money. Thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate no it. problem. You're just you're, you're on a roll. Mm-hmm. All right, for the final game to review uh, for this episode, we've got Larsonauts. I just gotta say, I don't like that name. <laughs> like, it's just a weird name. Yeah, uh, is it like Larceny plus? Astronaut? I think so. Yeah, you know what. Uh, I don't get into lore of games like unless they do a good job of really presenting the lore kind yeah. of 
mm-hmm. and they they don't in this game, so I guess you'd have to go digging for it. Mm-hmm. So I think you're, I I don't know, I think you're onto something. I think it's that. I think it's that. I was only guessing, but yeah, I don't know. Bizarre name. Anyways, uh, the company is Impulse Gear. It came out June seventeenth of twenty twenty one. It's twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, you can get this for uh, on Steam on PC, and you can get it on Quest. It's cross-play, which is nice. It's got that going for it. Uh, it's currently sitting at 65% on Steam, although it had been sitting at mixed reviews, but it now and the recent ones are mostly positive, so it's trending upward. And you might remember, if you listen to the Pats podcast, we brought this game up. Uh, it's kind of interesting what happened this game. This game was supposed to, if I'm not mistaken, come out in August, but they released it two months early, which is just bizarre. And you talked about this a little bit, Justin, when um, they put it on Steam, it wasn't compatible with any headset other than the Rift. So people were getting it and getting instantly pissed off and uh, review bombing it, which... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like I blame the I blame the company for doing it. It's just a weird launch, just a weird, weird launch. And then the reason I didn't pick it up immediately um, was because of this weird launch, where you, obviously you had the problems with the index. But even when they solved that, um, they didn't have like an, a, a kind of an immersive sprint. You had to hold a button. Um, the, you you couldn't manually reload guns. It just it just was sounding like these people never played VR. They're trying to make a VR game or something. Or I, I, I don't know. Like It wasn't meeting the standards of what you would expect a game to be today. And, and again, I was looking forward to this game because it, it's billed as a hero shooter. And the best way I can describe it, a hero shooter is to say, well, well Overwatch is, is described as a hero shooter. If you haven't played those games, how can I describe it? Well, um, you pick a character, a hero if you want to call it that, and um, all characters kind of have classes, and those characters have unique abilities. Um, so there's like a sniper character, and that sniper character has his unique abilities that he can use. They have cooldowns, so he can go invisible, but he'll move sl- um, slower. Um, he can also set traps um, up, and he's got like a unique kind of like uh, grenade weapon. Then you have, um, you know, like a, a tanky guy, um, and the tank. Uh, he looks like this this giant robot guy. He has a couple shields. He's got a shield he can summon that's like kind of attached to his machine gun, and he also has like a shield barrier he can put up for the team. So, um, again, each character has unique abilities. It's it's up to you to you know work on these kind of six v six game where you've got a kind of a nice balance. You know, if you if you have a team that doesn't have a healer on it, you might be at a disadvantage when the other team has a healer. So. Um, I like those type of games. It makes it interesting. It makes it a, a kind of a good team shooter. Um, and again, a lot of people will compare this to Overwatch. I, I know why, um, but also it, it's not an Overwatch clone. So you've got this 6v6 shooter. You've got these heroes, and then you have a number of game modes. You have traditional deathmatch. Um, then you have this kind of, um, I think they call it a node. It's almost like a capture the flag. You basically bring this ball to um, your, your capture points and you upload the data. So you've got to be in possession of this ball at that point and you got to hold it for a certain period of time and defend that point while the other team is trying to um, kind of kind of kill you so that they stop the uploaded points that you're getting for doing that. 
and then the other one is um, a capture and hold point. So there's like an A, B, and C. So a lot of these modes are are tried and true things that have been around for decades in games. I as as a person who's probably played 600 hours in Overwatch, you know, I, I really like the Overwatch modes better, where it's kind of like push the payload or hold like a a point. And, you know, not multiple points, but hold a point and try to hold it uh, for a set amount of time and then be pushed back to another point. I like those much better than these kind of, um, I don't know if I can call it generic, but I mean, it's it's kind of what we've been doing in um, in kind of these multiplayer shooters for two decades now. You know, I mean, deathmatch is deathmatch. Uh, you know, I, I, I want a little bit more. So I know that they have a roadmap out. They're going to uh, release a new game mode in the fall along with a new character, a new map. So, so that could be cool. Maybe, maybe we're gonna see that. We're gonna see that coming out. But I picked up the game a few weeks ago because I guess they had what they're calling an an immersion update, where they fix a lot of the problems. Right? They they have this immersive sprint, and what that means is now sprint just works like it does in Pavlov. You aim the gun down, and then you sprint, uh, which is great. Uh, and it gives you the option if you want to hold down a button, but I prefer like the immersive sprint. Um, now you can reload the guns. Reload is you know, not as smooth or as good as Pavlov, which is, I guess, understandable. That game's been out for since, I don't know, I think 2017. Um, and that game is just butter in terms of reloading guns and the, and the feel of it. I find that when I'm playing the game, I am I tend to grab or have trouble grabbing or grab things wrong. Part of the problem is that, like, it'll have your guns on your hip, but it's not on my hip. It's like where my, my stomach is, right? It's like a little bit raised up, so... And there's no way to adjust that. Hopefully they add that in there. This team has been really good at rolling out updates and addressing issues. I mean, there was, when I jumped in a couple weeks ago, the immersive sprint was just janky. It just wouldn't work right. It's like one minute I'm, I'm walking, even though I should be sprinting, the next minute I'm sprinting. Um, there was an update just on Friday, a few days ago, and I hopped back in the other day and it seemed to work fine. So um, I'm really, that that's really good to see. It's, it's starting to look like the game that I thought it could be when it was advertised. Um, I'm, I'm glad they're addressing that. And it's, it's, I'm sad to see that they had a bad launch because when sometimes you just look at reviews of the game and you'll see mixed or something, you won't even, you won't even dig in to see what's there. Um, and I think a, there's a good game here. Uh, so that kind of covers the, the objectives, what it's like. Um, this is, I think the first hero shooter that we have in VR, at least the first successful one, especially cause it's cross play. I've always been able to find a match that's not been a problem. Um, the comms work good in, in terms of being able to communicate. I'm sure you know, most people are playing on the Quest, which is fine. Um, the graphics, even though this is a game that is on the Quest and PC, the graphics are pretty good. I, I mean, I, I find them the graphics to be certainly, I would almost say considerably better than the graphics on Population 1, which is another uh, cross-play popular uh, multiplayer game. And... Um, yeah, I, I, I like the look of it. Um, as I was saying earlier in the podcast, there's adjustment sliders. So if you have a beefy GPU, you can kind of crank things up, which is which is nice. I thought it looked good. I was getting good frame rate. At, I, I kept it at 90 uh, frames per second. I was happy with that. The, um, you know, this is, this is where you get in trouble with trying to compare it to Overwatch. I mean, Overwatch is almost like Pixar. Looks like Pixar made the game, right? The, the characters are just kind of beautiful. The graphics, the world. This is a little more muted. Um, the characters aren't as notable. 
not sure I like kind of this 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 almost like you're in the sci-fi planet world. Um, you know the 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 maps. Well, the design might be fine, or the layout of the maps, the aesthetics. It's not that the graphical fidelity is bad or anything like that. It's just sort of uninteresting when you start getting into comparison of of other hero shooters. Not not necessarily bad, but just not that remarkable. And again, that's that's the downside of comparing this to Overwatch. Um, but overall, I, I think it has good graphics, and I like the options for PC. I think you can get this game looking pretty sharp um, with some, some nice effects going on and stuff like that in the game. So so I, I'd say overall it has good graphics. Um, the sound's not bad. Um, the characters have some like voices that make some sounds. Guns are fine. Nothing that stands out. I mean, when it comes to sound, it either stands out because it's really good or really bad. Um and in this case, it doesn't necessarily stand out, which means it gets the job done. I'm fine with it. The music's kind of okay when it plays. It's kind of like funky at, at times. Um, but it, overall, between the graphics, the sound, the presentation, it comes off as a pretty polished game, even though it had a, a rough, awkward launch. Um, I, I, again, I don't know what happened there. There's a tutorial in the beginning to get you acquainted with the game. The tutorial will last maybe 10, 15 minutes. I had a problem with the tutorial because um, I kept on trying to use my machine gun, which or my, my, my submachine gun, which I don't know why I just defaulted that. I forgot that I actually have a shotgun on my back, and it wasn't until I was getting super frustrated, dude. I kept on dying. I was like, I, I can't even get past this tutorial, and then I was like, oh, dude, I got a shotgun. Pulled that out on my back, blowing people away. That, that was good. So... Um, I think the immersion is, is is pretty good. The immersion update fixed a lot of issues. You got reloading, which is still a little janky. They they need to fix kind of where your guns are sitting on you. And I think maybe when that's done, the reloading will get a little bit better. They allow for um, automatic reloading too. So I'd have to imagine that there's got to be a balance with that. I mean, they, they should give an edge to manual reloading if you're able to do it faster than the auto. Otherwise, it's stupid if auto is going to be... Uh, a huge advantage over manual reloading because this is a VR game. I mean, auto reloading shouldn't even be in this game, period. It shouldn't. I don't know why. Just take it out. Stick to manual reloading. This is a VR game. Um, grenades. Hey, look, grenades actually work like they should. I, I take the wow. grenade I and I throw it like a VR game. So they're already ahead of Population 1. There's also no... Uh, reticule or, or, or retic reticle what am I, i'm struggling justin man but there's no crosshairs right like you got it. you it's got a it. it's a vr game so of course there isn't any so yeah i mean this game is just better in immersion than population one even though population one has the climbing stuff which is great but um it, it the immersion's where it kind of needs to be there's just some polishing and tweaking of it that'd be pretty good there's still some jankiness like for example there's kind of there's kind of like ways you can kind of, I don't want to call it grappling, um, but like there's points where you can kind of like teleport yourself or move up to a ledge and you aim at like this teleporting thing and you push up on the joystick and it, and it kind of almost has like this lightning lasso will come out and pull you up. I find sometimes it's a little clunky or awkward when I'm trying to do it or not do it. It's not as smooth as I'd like it to be. You know, after playing this game, like, I don't know, seven, eight hours now, like, you'd think I'd be better at it. So, at that point, I'm going to say it's probably not me. It just needs to be tweaked a little bit. So, we just kind of get that smooth, butterly, butterly, buttery 
gameplay, right? This is this is a uh, uh, a hero shooter. You got to be quick, quick loads, quick reloads. You don't want jankiness in controls, right? This is a competitive game, so you need to polish that stuff up a little bit and make it just feel really intuitive. But again, it works well with the index. You know, when I grab, I grab the gun. I can two hand the gun. They had to add that in too, Justin. That wasn't there originally, so. They made a lot of strides yeah. since June seventeenth. They, they, this is this is a good time to jump into the game right now. And if you, you played it before and you had those problems, we'll, we'll, and you refunded it, come back to it because it's the game that you thought it could be. I, I think it just needs some more interesting game modes. But the uh, multiplayer population is really healthy. It might backstop of bots sometimes, but it, it looks like I've always gotten into full games. I've never had to wait. Um, and the rounds themselves are like five or ten minutes. It's quick. It's the kind of thing where I find like I'm like one more game, one more game, one more game, which is nice. Although I don't think I ever play it for more than an hour at a time. I usually get my, my fill. It's not like let me keep my headset on all afternoon. Happy to hop in. Happy to play some quick rounds. Um, there's a number of characters at launch, maybe six, seven, or eight, something like that. Not all of them are unlocked. I still have to unlock like three characters. There's upgrades for your characters. Um, there's loot boxes. You can um, change out some of like the character uh, characteristics on your character, um, make them a little bit more powerful. Um, there's no like pay-to-win bullshit. So I think they've created a good game. I mean, they, this you know VR needs a hero shooter just like it needed a a battle royale. So the battle royale was population one. The hero shooter is Larsenots. Um, and if you know what we've seen the last couple of months is any indication from this team, then they're going to keep at it, and it's just going to get better and better over time. Um, I think they've been active on their Discord, so I'm 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 very pro Larsonots. I was happy to have a game deliver because I was super disappointed when I was reading those reviews, and I will be spending more time with this game and kind of following it along. Um, I like it better than Population One, for sure. Then again, I like Hero Shooters better, so. That only says so much, but I think they definitely handle VR better than Population 1 did. Um, so I think it's got good last ability, provided they keep on adding more characters, which I know they have another one coming out, more maps, more game modes, things like that. And just you know, letting this game hit its stride. I'd say rating-wise, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Um, like I said, I, I brought up some issues where it has some some room for improvement, but I think the game is definitely a buy at this point. Um, it's 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 good to hop in now. You're gonna have some fun. The jankiness is at a at a minimum. You know the poor suckers who bought the game early on had to deal with that, but thankfully the developers uh, uh, jumped in and fixed things. Did you uh, play with many randoms? Yeah, I kind of only played with randoms. Um, Gorin got the game because oh, you yeah. know I, I say, hey Gorin, let's play. And he, he grabs it. God bless him. And, um, yeah, you can, you can team up with friends. You can form your own squad of six, but I just jumped, jumped in with randoms and, you know, there's some kids playing that like in pop one, but nobody's was toxic. Um, mm-hmm. I've had, I had good experience playing with randoms. You know, there's definitely some games where I was getting stomped because if you have like a preformed group mm-hmm. there, then that's going to be tough. You know, if you're a random group and you've got a group of six, you're just going to get stomped. So Hopefully, um, you know, maybe the matchmaking gets a little bit better as the population grows. The other issue I, I, I forgot to kind of talk about, but happy to bring up, there's anytime you have like a hero shooter, there's going to be balance issues, right? Like some characters being um, OP compared to others. And there's, when I hopped in the other day, um, there's definitely a character right now, I think it's called Vod. 
and he just comes off as super OP um, to the point where he just seems completely broken. He was just he's just mowing through people, and it, it was you know everybody else was complaining about it as well. So that's an easy thing to tweak, right? You just make him like um, have less health or do less damage. And that's the thing that, you know, even in Overwatch, the game came out in 2016, they're always balancing and tweaking characters. So I, I have no doubt that will be fixed. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's solid. I don't think it's been on sale yet. I'd probably buy it if it were on sale. Yeah, I don't know if this is your type of game, per se. Mm-hmm. You're not like mm-hmm. a huge competitive multiplayer shooter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think... I don't think we're going to see it go on sale anytime soon, although maybe the, the Steam fall sale. But I think it's, it's to me, it's definitely worth 30 bucks for, okay. for sure. There, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, this game is this game was a, a nice kind of surprise. I have never played a hero shooter. Team Fortress is like the only thing that's yeah. even remotely similar that I've played. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the hero shooters, like you know, the granddaddy of them is, is Team Fortress. So, okay, you know, right. that's 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 it's in that vein, right? You you pick, you know, in like Pavlov, you're all the same, right? The only thing that's different is the guns you can buy. Yeah. Uh, in this, all the characters not only do they have different weapons, but they have different abilities to go along with those uh, weapons. And the last the last one I played was for the original Half Life. That's the last time I played. Okay. Yeah. yeah let me know if, let me know if you get it i mean I'll, I'll definitely hop in and play with you um you know again i doesn't i know this is not like your genre so it's not like i'm like mm-hmm. oh you need to get this but um yeah if it goes on sale that that i think you'll have you'll at least get your money's worth if it goes on sale okay all right well that that's it for for me you got anything else justin before we sign off uh, one thing about Sniper Elite VR I forgot to talk is about when you when you snipe guys, you see these X-ray kills. So it's sort of like if you play the latest, the, the newer Mortal Kombat games. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the X-ray? Oh, yeah. Well, you you see that. So you see the bullets go through their different body parts. You can see it you know, <laughs> go through their lung, go through their, oh, thank God. through their skull, through their dick, whatever. So that is something I forgot to mention is kind of a – a, a differentiating thing about this game and you can adjust if you want that to like happen with every single you know kill or you could turn it off completely i ended up turning it off because it just made the game slower yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it seems like immersion breaking right yeah yeah because yeah you see this third person view of this of this other dude close-up view of him getting shot yeah and eventually it's like all right i'm just seeing the same thing over and over but that was one thing i just i forgot to mention yeah, it just it doesn't seem like it has any place in VR. Um, just yeah. not well, needed. The sniping is good. Like, it's probably the best sniping I've done in VR. But, like, the rest of the game, mm, I'm not a big fan. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, listen, we're, we're back on track to doing the uh, monthly podcast after the uh, little summer break. Happy to be back. Happy to be playing some VR games. Um, we'll catch you next month. Take care.